Thanks for tuning in to localjobnetwork.com radio, where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. I'm your host, Katie Chesney, and you're listening to Management Decisions, a show where we bring in high-level executives from a wide collection of businesses to discuss what goes on at the top of the food chain. And today we are discussing exit interviews, and they always take place when an employee is leaving an organization, and they're really meant to be a conversation between the employee and the employer. And joining us today to talk about exit interviews is Charlene Lobby, and she is president of ITM Group and author of the blog HR Bartender. So Charlene, before we dive into this, what exactly is an exit interview, and what should an organization really look to get out of it? There are a couple of things. The First of all, the purpose of an exit interview is to find out information about the employee's experience with the company. Some of that you might already know because of your interactions with the employee while they were working with you, but some of it you might not be aware of. So it's an opportunity to sit down as the employee is leaving and say, how do you like working here? Is there anything that you might change in the future? And are there some things that we definitely shouldn't change? So that's what the organization is looking for along the way. Okay. Now, are they always conducted when an employee leaves or can an employee decline them? Well, certainly an employee can decline taking an exit interview. Traditionally, you find that an exit interview is done when a person voluntarily leaves the organization. Some companies will choose not to offer an exit interview to a person who is involuntarily leaving the organization. But, you know, most of the time, individuals are um, offered the opportunity to share their employment experience. Okay. So you're kind of really digging deeper to find out really what the catalyst for that employee deciding to kind of move on is. So is that usually a much deeper reason, um, you know, than the typical reasons like money or flexible schedules or a shorter commute? Is it you know, a bigger issue or is it really those kind of smaller issues that most people think, oh, that's why I'm leaving for money? I think that the most important part of an exit interview is to find out not necessarily why a person is leaving. I mean, that's important, but to find out what caused them to start looking in the first place. You know, if you think about it, if I were to go into my organization and, you know, tell my boss, hey, I'm leaving today because I got more money, I don't have as big of a commute, I can leave work and pick my kids up from school. Those are all reasons that the company can sort of say, hey, so-and-so is leaving, you know, we need to start offering our employees more money. What it doesn't tell you is why I was open to taking the phone call from the recorder or I picked up the, you know, I started looking on a job board. It doesn't tell you that piece. And that's the piece that you need to find out. That's the value in an exit interview. So while I might have eventually got a job that paid more money or got that better commute, the reason that I started looking might be totally different. Maybe it's something that my manager said, or I'm not happy with the team environment, or there's a new policy or procedure, my job changed, and I'm not happy with it. That's what started the ball rolling as far as me looking. The reason that I ended up leaving, most people can find a reason that the company can buy into, you know, more pay, better hours, less commute, that kind of thing. But that might not be the reason that the employee started looking. 
Right. And that that makes sense. There's usually um, a really like a deeper reason for them leaving or something that caused it. So um, are there a lot of misconceptions kind of surrounding the value of exit interviews on both sides of the table? I, I know from an employee's perspective, no one really looks forward to them. Is that the same for an employer's perspective? Is that something they look forward to? Um, or is it just kind of one of those dreaded things that no one really likes to do? I think that the whole concept of burning bridges has really, you know, put this rain cloud over the um, exit interview process. Employers want good information. And I think that there's this perception that if I tell my employer or or my soon-to-be ex-employer what I'm thinking, then I've burned a bridge and, um, you know, I won't be able to get a good reference or i potentially might not be able to come back if I really wanted to come back to the company at some other point in time. And so I think that there's this pause during the exit interview process that people don't feel comfortable truly swapping information about the employment process. And I would say that as an employer, I think if you create that culture that you're always asking for feedback, then the exit interview just becomes another feedback mechanism. Um, You know, the companies that I've been involved with in the past, you know, they would do a feedback conversation after a person got hired. They would do it after a person had been onboarded or after orientation, doing it on a regular, having that feedback conversation on a regular basis with um, performance appraisals or just regular check-in, you know, one-on-ones with your manager. When you create that environment where feedback is okay, then the exit interview just becomes this other mechanism of feedback. If you don't have a culture that really allows employees to create a lot of feedback or bring a lot of feedback up, say, you know, I don't think that that's a great decision or whatever, then the exit interview becomes, as you were pointing out, this, I don't really want to do that moment because I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I think if you create the, the spirit of feedback within the company, then the exit interview really is not this daunting task. It's just another form of feedback. Right. So really kind of fostering that environment definitely helps um, to move everyone forward with the process and make it more of just a conversation rather than something to dread. So who should really conduct this interview? Is it appropriate to have HR or the employee's manager or, you know, someone that's totally not even affiliated with that employee? And what's kind of the the right thing to do in that situation? Some of that is really going to depend upon your culture. I know that there are times when my manager has you know, sat down and maybe it wasn't the formal exit interview, but my manager definitely wanted to know why I was making the decision to leave. In some cases, my manager knew I was looking. So again, it gets back to your corporate culture, your relationship with your manager to where my manager was sort of like, I knew you were looking, you know, we had talked about it. From that standpoint, you know, I once worked for a boss where um, she wasn't going anywhere Um, She had been with the company for an incredibly long period in time. So if I wanted to move up and move ahead, I was going to have to leave. Mm -hmm. She knew that and I knew that. So it wasn't, you know, I wasn't sneaking around. You know, in fact, if she saw great opportunities, she'd be like, you you need to apply for this. This This would be a perfect job for you. So we had that kind of relationship. So at the point that you announce that you're, you're moving on or you've got a new opportunity, there's no hiding there. There's no why are you leaving? I'm completely shocked. 
It depends upon your organization and your manager. I will say that one of the things that can be very beneficial is if you have a third party do your exit interviews. I know a lot of organizations, you know, outsource that process and they have a third party administer their exit interviews and that can be valuable as well. Because one of the things that you can do is if you have a third party do your exit interviews, and I've seen this in some cases, is you can have the exit interview and then you can ask the employee, hey, are you okay with me sharing this information with the company? Can I share it and not attach your name to it? Or would you not like for me to share it? So there are some ways that you can create this transparent process you can um, give employees a tremendous amount of control and decision-making in what information gets shared with the organization. So it really all depends on, you know, what's best for your company. Okay. So there really is a little bit of value in having that neutral third-party conduct an interview. And I imagine from an employee's perspective, they're a lot more comfortable really sharing the truth of, you know, this is why I'm moving on. This is why I decided to start looking in the first place. Exactly. So if you, you know, if employees do have any concerns or as an organization, if you've heard in the past that employees have concerns about um, sharing information via the exit interview, you ought to be able to tell when you look at your exit interview results, if you, if you feel like people are holding back, you know, there's just not a lot there or employees say, hey, do I really have to do this exit interview? Maybe you are getting a high number of people who are declining participating in the exit interview process you might want to choose to do a third-party process, even, you know, just from a certain time frame to see if it changes the um, information or it changes the number of people who will respond. Okay. And, you know, that kind of brings up a point maybe in terms of how you conduct an exit interview. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do it in a face-to-face format, or I know companies who will possibly do their exit interviews online or they'll do them via paper. They'll send a paper survey, you know, and say, would you fill this out and, you know, send it back to us so that we have some information. So there are lots of different ways that you can actually conduct the exit interview, not just who conducts the exit interview, but the who and then the how. And then I guess the next question is the when. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, should you, I mean, there might be some cases where someone is leaving on good terms, but there might be some cases where someone's leaving on bad terms. So is it a good idea to do it like on that employee's last day or should you wait a couple weeks? And then what is the likelihood if you wait that the employee is going to actually, you know, take the time to do this for someone they no longer work for? I am a big fan of letting the employee leave the organization and then doing the exit interview. Mm -hmm. The reason that I say that is because I also think that it allows both the employee and the company to get some perspective. You know, if an employee is leaving and the company thinks, oh, this employee just has nothing good to say about the company, or the employee is like, you know, my last day can't come one day too soon. Mm-hmm. Giving a little bit of space can give everybody some perspective. I've been in situations where I've had a conversation with an employee, you know, a week or 10 days after they've left the organization. And they've said to me, you know, if you had asked me this question on my last day, I think I would have given you a completely different answer because I was frustrated. And now that I've been able to step back from it, I can see all sides and I can see all points of view. 
still not happy about it, but it gets teed up in a different a different context. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that week or 10 days can really make a big difference in the conversation that you have with an employee and their perspective about things after they've left. You do run the risk, as you mentioned, of an employee saying, hey, I'm not there anymore. What does it matter? Mm-hmm. But I do believe that more and more employees and companies are trying to keep that relationship door open. You never know. You might want to go back. You know, the whole concept of boomerang employees, the idea that I used to work here and at some point in time I might want to come back and work there again is very popular. And so therefore you might want the opportunity to be able to give the company some good feedback about your employment experience. Sure, that makes sense. Thinking about the logistics of this, if, you know, employee and you call them or you send them a survey, it's a couple weeks after, how does that really work when they've already left? I mean, you just give them a phone call and kind of talk about that or you just try to schedule over coffee or, you know, do you just send them that paper survey? Thinking about it from an employer's perspective, what is the most effective way to get those answers? Is it through that conversation or is it through an online survey or a paper survey? What are people more inclined to really take the time to answer? It could very well be that um, an online survey would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. The, the downside of an online survey is that people are probably not going to answer essay questions. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just looking, you know, for me to click, you know, think about the surveys that you get after you interact with a company and they say, oh, you called our, you know, customer service line last Tuesday. Would you answer a handful of questions about the experience? It's going to have to be short and it's going to have to be quick. You know, I'll click a whole bunch of buttons and, you know, I'll do it that way. However, you know, the richness is often in the dialogue. So what you can do is when an employee says that they've announced their resignation and they are planning their departure, you can ask them, say, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do an exit interview. We typically have, you know, someone contact you, you know, a week after you've left, you know, can we schedule a time to do that? And, you know, I found that for employees, my experience has been employees that care about the company are, are willing to give you 15 or 20 minutes of their time to have a conversation. Um, mm-hmm. I have not found that to be an issue. Awesome. Well, I think that's a really good tip for our listeners about how to really, you know, have that conversation and ask for that time. So when you're actually in the interview, what kind of questions should you be asking and what kind of mix should you use between like positive and negative questions to ask? I think you should ask questions, obviously, about the work, the work and experience, you know, mm-hmm. ask people, you know, what started you um, looking for new opportunities? what contributed to your decision to leave. So there are things like that that you want to know about the person's departure, but then also find out about their work environment, what things frustrated them about their job or their work responsibilities, and break it down into several different categories. So think about the work itself, because it might be that a person truly loved their work environment, they loved the people that they worked with, but they didn't like the design of their job. Then you can talk about the work relationships, you know, the people that they worked with on a daily basis, their manager, how did those things work? And then also talk about benefits and communication. One of the things that I have found in doing exit interviews that employees will tell you, these are the benefits that I absolutely loved. And these were the benefits that I really didn't use very much. So often the company's perception of benefits that employees love and employees don't use could be a little bit different. 
But this gives you an opportunity to sort of say to employees, where could we possibly make some changes in the future? And also find out about communication, communication both on a company perspective as well as on a department perspective. Because often what you'll find is that employees will think the company's communicating well, but my department doesn't communicate well. Or my department communicates great, but we didn't hear very much about the company. So there's some opportunities there to find out about communication. So what do you do with this information after you've conducted the interview and how do you really use it to make your company better? Obviously, there are two there are two aspects. First of all, think about it from what the individual employee is saying. If an employee says that something, and I'll use a, an example like something illegal is going on in the department and you hear about this during the exit interview and I didn't know where to go and who to talk to, you obviously have to address that specific example. So if there's something going on that's very egregious, you need to deal with it. Now, then there's the standpoint of you start to hear some trends. So let's say, for example, you've made a recent change in a benefit in the organization. Maybe it's vacation, okay? And now all of a sudden you're starting to hear during the exit interview process um, vacation come up a lot as, you know, this is the benefit we had and this is what's going on. Then you might want to take that trending data and sit down with your leadership team and say, okay, Four of the last five people who have resigned from the company have brought up the changes that we made in our vacation policy as something that was of concern to them. We need to do something about that. So there are things you're going to address because you're trending, and then there are things that you might address because it was, you know, illegal, unethical, immoral, that kind of thing, and you need you just need to fix that. Right. I really like um, the idea of addressing trends. It's important to make sure that it's not just one person's specific experience that is um, causing that feedback. But unfortunately, we are kind of running out of time today. Do you have any final pieces of advice that you'd like to share with our audience about exit interviews? From an employee perspective, I would suggest to people that when you're presented with the opportunity to do an exit interview, think about how to constructively, objectively present some good feedback to the organization. I think there are some opportunities to give the organization, the company, um, some great feedback, and they're looking for you to do it. Well, there you have it, everyone. But that's all the time that we have for today on Management Decisions. I just want to thank Charlene for joining us and sharing her expert advice. We do appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Now, to find more employment-related shows, head over to ljnradio.com. And if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, just send me an email at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. And once again, I'm your host, Katie Chesney with LJN Radio, and I'll see you next time.